I'm Rachel. And I'm Shelly. And welcome to Chicks and Dicks. How's it going? How you doing? I'm good. It's been a while. It um, has been a while. Partly my fault because I went away. Partly my <laughs> fault because I took forever to read this fucking book. <laughs> and it, yeah. Like, and, and you can tell I've been doing like another podcast where I can't swear because I had to think about that for a second. Like, can I swear on this one? Oh, shit. Yeah, I yeah, can. Yeah, can. <laughs> Let loose. Yeah. So... Because I, I remember calling you or texting you. I'm like, I'm having a really hard time getting through this book. Granted, it is a little too long. But it just it just took forever to read. Yeah. It was another one of those where it moved relatively quickly, but read really, really slowly. Yeah. That's weird, right? When that happens. No. I know. We've had a few like this, though. So, you know. Um, this was my pick. It was. What did we read? Do you remember? Um, yes. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you remember. Uh, I because I finished it last night. Um, <laughs> I have it. On, I have it. I have it. Hold on. Hold on. No, that's. Oh, come on. <laughs> technology fail. I know technology fail. <laughs> Let's see here. Now it's taking Beyond Shame by Kit Roca or Rocha, depending on how you. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Roca. I think it's Roca. 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 Kit Roca. It's at Kit Roca is actually two people. Is it? Yes. It's two two women who write under the name Moira Rogers. Huh. Interesting. So there you go. Uh, shall I synopsize for the good people? Yes, please do. Okay. Beyond Shame, Beyond Number One by Kit Roca. All Noelle Cunningham has ever wanted is a life beyond, beyond the walls of Eden, where only the righteous are allowed to remain, and beyond her stiflingly restrictive existence as a councilman's daughter. But only ruins lie outside the city, remnants of a society destroyed by solar storms decades earlier. The sectors surrounding Eden house the corrupt, the criminal men like Jasper McRae, bootlegger and cage fighter. Jas crawled his way from nothing to stand at the right hand of Sector Four's ruthless leader, and he'll defend the O'Kane gang with his life. But no fight ever prepared him for the exiled city girl who falls at his feet. Her innocence is undeniable, but so is her intense sexual attraction, and soon they're crossing every boundary Noelle barely knew she had. But if she wants to belong to Jas, first she'll have to open herself to the gang, to a dangerous world of lust, sex, and violence. Well, a she definitely world... opens herself. <laughs> <laughs> world where passion is power and freedom is founded submission. Oh. Oh my God. Where do we start with Okay, this? well, first of all, the head of Section 4 isn't really that bad. Dallas. His name is Dallas. Dallas. He's the yeah. leader of the gang. And, and he's, not, he's not that bad. He's not. I mean, he's kind of a dick, but all in all, yeah. Like he's. He looks out for his his peeps. and He does. And he's <laughs> he's ruled more by intellect than emotion, which is mm-hmm. important. Um, and so I don't so I don't agree with that. This <laughs> so this book is really told from like a bunch of different points of view. And it sometimes, like, it is told from Dallas's point of view at some point. Um, he's not mentioned at all in the synopsis. Neither is Lex, 
who is sort of like the female is, yeah. equivalent, I suppose. Dallas, is like, well, so she she kind of ends up being the equivalent. So she's Dallas's lover, but then by default ends up being like the head of the women of the gang, more or less. Yeah, the leader, and it's more like unofficially they all look up to her. Yes, correct. Yeah, and it's r- regardless of the fact that um Dallas and her are fucking like the women just look up to her regardless because even when they have their troubles in their own relationships the women mm-hmm. still look up to less to, yes yeah Lex sorry Lex, Lex. <laughs> yeah my bad so maybe we should do our best to to synopsize the book or give a bit of a rundown of what happens okay so okay. we have uh Noelle who basically is just like passed out she she gets kicked out of Eden you're not really sure why um, oh, no, you so find you, out why. Well, you find, no, but you, not right at the beginning. Mm, right. And so, the book begins with her being her, kicked out of the city. Yeah. And so essentially she gets kicked out of the city and then you find out that she's kind of drugged and she passes out basically on, and Jasper and uh, someone else, I can't remember who, just kind of, she falls into their, literally into their kind of midst. Into their arms. Yeah. Yeah. And then so into Jasper's arms and then Jasper's like, well, I can't just fucking leave her here. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll bring her home. And that's that. <laughs> like really, like that's the beginning of the book. Yeah. She gets kicked out of Eden. She gets drugged by some dude who's going to rape her. She literally falls into Jasper's arms and he's like, guess i'm gonna take her home caught yeah. another stray yeah. yeah exactly and fuck you dude who is gonna rape her if you're gonna get sex get, get it the fair and square way yeah which you know good on him yeah he helped a lady in need so, absolutely yeah if you ever see a lady who's been drugged you fucking help her dude <laughs> like you help her or a dude for that matter if you see anybody who's anybody been who's drugged, fucked up yeah and they're someone's gonna take advantage of them you help take them out. it yeah yeah lend them a goddamn hand or you're a monster <laughs> <laughs> so she's I don't think she's like in their clutches, isn't the right word, <laughs> in their midst for like 24 hours. And she's like already kind of being indoctrinated into the gang. So yeah. she's, she's brought to Lex and Lex takes an immediate liking to her. And she's like, let me let me work with her. Let, essentially, she gets groomed. Yes. That by is exact- Lex. Yes, yeah, she does. Into joining this gang, basically. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. It's just her sexual awakening. That's the whole book. Well, okay. Well, that's not technically it. <laughs> that's so a lot what, of it. What ends up happening is she basically gets groomed. They're like, here's a job. Um, by the way, Jasper really likes you. You really like him. So on and so forth. Oh, but I don't know what he wants. He doesn't really. He he says he kind of like. I kind of feel like I I belong to him. He kind of feels like he belongs to me, but there's no official aspect to this. And the official <sighs> aspect in this book is getting tattooed. So she gets a barcode in the city and that gets filled in as, uh, and she becomes, decides to become an O'Kane, which is the, the gang in sector four. So yeah, but even she get- then, like still Dallas has to agree whether or not you get to become an O'Kane, which means like wearing O'Kane ink. Yeah. If essentially, Dallas gets to decide anything that happens that has to do with his gang. That's really it. Yeah. He gets a final say, like who you're fucking, who you're not fucking, what you're doing. It's all, it's all Dallas. Yeah. And, and he's pretty <laughs> casual about things, but like, but at the he, same if, time, it's, if he didn't want it, if he didn't want it, you'd be screwed. But it's a big deal that he lets her get tattooed and become part of the gang within like 48 hours. 
Yeah. Of being because later on you find out that it's actually a very rare thing for a woman to be able to do it. Yeah. So like, what's why she's so special? Yeah, and I think it's just because Lex really likes her. Lex really likes her, and Jasper really likes her. Yeah, and, and, and probably the way that they broke her in, which we'll get into after we synopsize yeah. this. <laughs> so she joins the gang. She works in the bar that the gang runs, and then there's some plot that happens, <laughs> having to do. Well, there's sort of there's kind of two different plots going on. There's one with the gang. Wherein, like, this other gang member... Section. Other, from, I guess, another sector? It's Section 3, I think. Sector 3. He, like, he undertakes this assassination plot to kill Dallas, the head of the cocaine gang, and some other people. But that goes sideways. But then there's also, there's an attempt on Nicole's life. Noelle. Or, sorry, Noelle. Oh, my God. Independent of this attempt on Dallas's life and yes. really it's just all a big setup I think for other books in this series <laughs> yes I agree. I agree but the thing is so there's there's so many so the problem with this book first of all I had a couple of problems with this book all right I get well I guess we should really go into what happens and then maybe go into what we hated about or liked about it <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to okay. apologize. I have been drinking beer all day. So all right. Well, <laughs> if I don't make any sense. <laughs> well, I haven't had a drink really in like three weeks. So okay. I will definitely. And no, I'm not pregnant. I just decided to get on the wagon. It's, yeah. For a you're, you're having healthy month. And I just went to a ladies beer but festival. As so. a female, when you turn to someone as like, thank God, I'm not in a relationship. If I were in a relationship and I said, oh, I'm not drinking. Everybody would be like, oh, oh you're pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> like, no, I'm just giving my liver a break. No, I'm just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Anyway, so what ends up happening is that aside from all the sex stuff, which is the majority of the book, I'm just going to go purely into the plot. So this attempt is made on Dallas's life. It's with these explosives that are pretty fancy. And they think that he was given um, the sector three dude was given the um, what's his name? Like tread or tray or something. I can't remember. Anyway, starts with the TR ends with T. <laughs> Troy, I don't know. Anyway, so um, they he, they think they were given the explosives by someone, and it's part of like a bigger deal that mm-hmm. might start a turf or gang war. And then, so he fails at that, and they kill the dude who's the head of Sector Three. And then there's some more sex and blah blah blah, and some fights that happen that doesn't really matter, and some other bullshit communication <laughs> drama that we'll get into. <laughs> and then essentially, you find out that. There was an assassination. Well, so there's an assassination attempt on Noel, and Lex gets shot. Dallas freaks out, and then they go back and find that the shooter, because he dropped his gun, um, was from the city, from yeah. Eden. Yeah. So, and being that he's from Eden, they find out that he was from Noel's father's rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like a political opponent essentially yes so and because noelle is in the city and everybody knows that she'll forever be a target because it's been leaked that she's in the city her being in the city itself is like a big outside the city city. and so her being outside the city is like a big shameful thing to the family and she would never be asked back normally because her father kicked her out to begin with for having having uh, fornication she was kicked out specifically for fornication and one drink essentially 
because she did have one. She was her second offense. So anyway, so here she yeah, she watched some like basically what they call pre-flare porn and got caught and got booted out. So, but her father wants her back. So all of a sudden he shows up at the compound amidst all this other drama because she's having a big. Right, he just like walks into the space. Yeah, like, he works out and he's like, he's like, like no big want... deal that this guy left the city and came to yeah, and he's like, territory. And also the fact that he just tried to get his daughter killed and everybody loves his daughter and the gang and she's considered family. And they're like, yeah, we'll do whatever she wants, which is okay. And so essentially the father walks up and says, hey, baby, you want to come back? And she's like, no, go fuck yourself. And everybody's like, okay, end of book. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she goes back and fucks Jasper. So let's talk about her and Jasper. Oh, my God. Relationship for this, this book. So Jasper and her have a connection right away. Sure. And I, yeah. They go happens. to, and b- basically the first night that she's there, they take her to uh, a sex party. So yeah. it's like, and then, and she sucks on Dallas's cock because she doesn't know how to, but she thinks it's really sexy. Well, she doesn't really. So Noelle has a pretty strong sex drive and in the city, inside of Eden, everything is very tightly controlled. Everything you do is controlled by the city and the city decides what's right and what's wrong. And sex is a big no-no in this society. Mm. And so for Noelle, she's feeling really oppressed and really constrained by all the restrictions on her. Never mind the fact that she is a woman and women in this society have like nothing. Nothing. I think that's a whole other discussion though. Let's, yes. let's get to that later. Um, so Noelle gets kicked out of the city essentially for having sex or maybe just kissing. It's not entirely clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think it's, uh, she's, she's a virgin. Yes, she is a virgin. Um, and so, yeah, her first night at, like sober with the gang they take her to the sex party and sex it just comes freely and easily to anybody who wants it and she's like really turned on by this but also really ashamed by her own sexual desires yes, and her ashamed upbringing. yeah and ashamed that she finds this really exciting and titillating which is understandable that yeah. would be confusing <laughs> it would be very confusing i don't think she deals with it in a really healthy way no um but she wants to experiment and ends up sucking Dallas's cock. She in front gets, of, like, in front of in everybody. Pr- in front of everybody at the party. She basically gets a lesson on how to give head. Um, and then she, like, desperately wants Jasper to do her. And he withholds sex from her for pretty much the entire book. Yeah, saying that she needs to get her head straight on why she wants it. And it bothers me so much. I know, I know, because there's no real reason for him to do that. And there's also no reason. So, yeah, and then there was like... So, as I said, the whole book is kind of her sexual awakening. So she kind of gets, as I said, she's groomed by Lex, like sort of how, how to be alluring and attractive and how to give head how to give a hand job what exactly sex is what it means what it doesn't mean i have to say though if what a way to lose your virginity holy (laughs) shit (laughs) holy shit come on god so bored (laughs) okay (laughs) with that chapter (laughs) this was like a 30 page 30 page chapter yes so the the one thing I enjoyed about this, 
And I think you're right. I think there were some things that were actually hot about the thing, but there was definitely some things that I was just like, okay, let's get this going on. But the one thing I actually thought that was well-written was, okay, so this scene is with um, Dallas, Lex, Jasper, and her, and Noelle. Yes. And so this is how she loses her virginity. Essentially, she gets, like, tied down to what I imagine is kind of like a massage table. (laughs) I know. It's like a – it's sort of like a – bench like a double-sided bench yeah it's essentially but mm-hmm. it's but even still even then i had a bit of a i feel like these kit these girls the women who wrote this book they still sort of they hold back when it comes to i guess the money shot because even before we get to that scene there's when she's getting her tattoo she gets turned on by pain she's a sadomasochist and this guy Ace, he's the tattooist for the gang. Yeah, and she goes to get her Ocane ink, and she gets really turned on sitting in the chair. Yeah, and he goes down on her while he goes, Jasper mics out with her. He goes down on her, but a lot of the details are withheld from the reader. So, like, you know that it's going to happen that Ace is going to eat her out. But when the time comes for that moment, she just sort of dissolves into ecstasy. And then the next moment, she's like cradled in Jasper's arms. And that's it. It's like, well, how come I didn't, like, you got to give me, I wasn't really sure what exactly happened. It's like, so did he lick her pussy or not? Because. No, he totally, it, it, no, it describes it because it explains that he was like going down on her clit and like how hard he was pushing and so on and so forth. But then all of a sudden, it's over. And it's like, yeah, you you came so hard, you passed out, or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, yeah, no, like, there's there's nothing. What? Yeah, there's nothing there. But there is description on how it does happen. I disagree with you on that. Okay, so and I I read like you just finished the book, and I read it a little while yeah. ago. <laughs> but then when we get to the scene with the the four of them in the on the bench and in the bed, again, she like desperately wants Jasper to fuck her, and he's like, yeah, you know what. I'm like, I will, I will stick it in you, but I'm going to do it on, in my own time. And I'm like, that's not cool. Mm. And when it finally comes to that moment in the book where he's finally just going to stick his dick in her again, we're, we don't get that. We don't, we don't get the money shot essentially. No, I would have to say that actually the fornication is well described, but the sex is not. Yeah, that's 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 exactly the point I'm trying to and there's, make. Yeah, the, the oral, <laughs> no problem. I got your back <laughs> on this one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like there's a lot of oral, there's butt stuff, there's a lot of fingering. There is so much finger banging. Yeah, yeah not as much as some of the other finger bang books we've read. But, but when it comes definitely. right down to it, when we actually have just straight up regular penetrative sex... It's like we we get nothing. No, and there's also like aside from one scene where he um, uses like a magnetic clamp on her nipples. Yeah. Um, there's really not a lot of boob. There's a lot no. of mention of how boobs look in clothes. There's a lot. Yeah, and then I think a lot of like touching of nipples. Yeah, but there's actually not a lot of like no, boob play or description. Or... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's more about how many fingers can you jam up inside of there. Yeah, there were some scenes that I didn't mind at all. I thought some of it was kind of hot, but man, like losing your virginity like that, I'd be like, uh. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's great that she's open to this. I would say no. I would say, yeah, I would be <laughs> like, wow, she really jumped in there with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, 
yeah, jumped in with both feet head first. I don't know, like I don't, whatever. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what metaphor suit. <laughs> two dicks. I don't think she had two dicks in her. She didn't. No. Um, so. But can it? Can we talk a second for? Aside from the sex, which which was, I didn't like. I mean, there was a lot of sex in this book. Yes. Um. That's what? sorry. <laughs> You're just completely blank there. <laughs> no, hold on a second. You're going to have to edit for a second. Okay. I don't know. Either my guest is home or mom is home, but either way, someone's going to be listening in now. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about the the dialogue for a second? Sure we can. This is the thing that bothered me the most about the book. All the guys speak very similarly and all of them have like a tone a certain like really jockey like almost too overtly masculine tone yeah like they're all trying to prove that their dick is bigger than the other person through the whole book <laughs> through every piece of dialogue yeah and i and i couldn't stand it like it was just one of those things where like they'd be like hey jazz why don't you go prove her or i'll do her and he's like no dude and the next guy it was like the same thing over and over again yeah no you're absolutely right a lot of dick swinging Dick swinging, yes, <laughs> absolutely, and a lot of like guys ribbing each other because like one of them is married, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, in gang terms, married to his girlfriend, and people make fun of him, and then this other guy refuses to settle down or something like that, and he gets made fun of. Yeah, and yeah, it's a there's a lot of uh sort of jocular. Back and forth between these dudes who there's nothing but jocular back all and forth. speak like, in the same voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's no individual tones. Who it's all just like bro, 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 dick, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But and actually, they never say bro once. But like it's <laughs> actually like that. But you get what I mean. Um. So, and it's, okay, so for example, and this also gets into the next topic that I want to talk about. I have a quote here. She's pissed I won't let her, I won't let her work, but fuck if she's going to haul trays around when she pre- she's pregnant with my kid. And it's like, why does he get to make that decision? And this is the point of the book that I hated, is that the women are really subservient, even though they're supposed to be strong. And yes. they don't make any decisions in the society, even though they think they do. All the women are subs and all the men are doms. Yeah. And that's that's the society. So it's still ex- it's extremely pa- patriarchal. Yeah. Like they say that Bren is a subservient because he likes to get his shit kicked out of him. But then he just beats the people in the end. Anyway. Yeah, until he's so had it's enough a little bit different. It. No, Bren is a he's a sadomasochist. So he likes being punched. And then eventually he's had enough of it. And he's just going to he goes apeshit. And kills yeah, him. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they make a big deal about how, like, the women in this society are free. And it's like, yeah, like, they can, they're free to do what they want and all the men have their back. But at the same time, it's like, but all these women go want where you're one... told, you do what you're told. And all these women want one thing and it's to be collared. Yeah. And at the they, end of the day. They don't want anything else for themselves. The whole point is to get, get collared, which is just their version of getting married. Yeah, exactly. And so. you wear... Your man's ink. Mm. And it's an extremely possessive way of yeah. 
doing and, things. So the, and the only women are property. The, yeah, and only at the last the last part of the book, like the very last like couple of pages when her and Jazz hook up, like for good, and they're like totally in love. It's he's like, yeah, I want to get ink. And he's like, do you want me to get ink? And she's like, I do. You can wear my ink. And it's the only time they mention that guys can get ink. Yeah. Because no one else is ink. It never like, comes you know, up. Yeah. Yes. Never comes up. Yeah. So and, and so there was a couple of things also that were just like really, in my opinion, like wrong. So yeah. at the at the end, it's like she, she's thinking it's from her perspective. Drowning their pain in sex might be the least awkward way to smooth the tensions between them. But this was too important. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, you're just kind of like, yeah. um, well, it's no. this sort of weird in between place wherein sex is kind of used to maintain social relationships like bonobos. <laughs> but at the same, Go on. But, <laughs> explain what a bonobo is, Rachel. Oh, a bonobo is an ape. Um, it kind of looks like an, um, a chimpanzee, but it, I think their arms are a little bit longer and they're a little bit hairier. But bonobo society is uh, social relationships are maintained through sexual contact between apes. And this is like uh, male apes and female apes together with each other and together with their own sex. Uh, and it's just like, it's an interesting society. And it's a reason why it's studied quite a, like a lot mm. um, in primatology and anthropology. So they kind of have this weird thing going on wherein like their society is sort of main, like this weird balance is maintained through sexual contact within the gang but at the same time, people can pair off. And once that happens, well, you better not touch my woman or my man. And then it becomes very patriarchal and it's very one-sided. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with all of that. I got caught up in <laughs> Bonobo society. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's – yeah. So, it's, so I'm reading the book. And I'm like, okay, she's finding she's finding herself through sex. She's she's feeling liberated. She's learning to feel unashamed about who she is and about her desires, and that's really great. And then I got three quarters of the way through the book, and I'm like, is this offensive <laughs> to mm -hmm. me as a woman? And I decided that I think it kind of was just a little bit because whatever freedom she might think that she has, at the end of the day, she doesn't really. No, she has none because everything can be taken away at the whim of a whim of a man. And exactly. then she just be end up being subjected to like violence essentially because only in sector four are they aware that women get treated well. Everybody apparently in the other sectors get treated like shit. Yeah. But even still, there's still this whole like possession thing at the end of the day. Yeah. With the collar and No, it's and it's really abusive. And it's like it's her choice, but it's not really her choice. Does she want to be collared? Does she not? Well, want it's to be also collared? it's also what basically does it like mean. Yeah. Wait, wait. Because all of these women, the thing is, is that they're lucky because that's all they want is to be collared. But if you didn't want to make that choice, it's not clear that you would have any choice at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, because really all the women we meet in this book, with the exception of Lex, who's- They're all very one-dimensional. They're all- Well, because- And even, she, like, she has this thing going on with Dallas, and she's so um, independent and kind of pig-headed about the whole thing that neither of them can sort of admit to each other that they really can't live without one another. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, she has a little bit of a depth of character to her, but all the other women, they're either collared- Mm-hmm. Or they're going to get collared at some point down the road. Like, they've all sort of paired off, yeah. essentially. And so there's no woman that we meet in this gang who's just out there living her own best life. Yep. And there are what they call groupies, so women who aren't in the gang but kind of hang around just so they can fuck guys. <laughs> Yep. Who might be in the gang. And it's like, well, it's like, that's not cool. Don't call them groupies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like, it's like, it's liberating in one sense, but it's restrictive in another. And right. the, like, I don't know where the book, what side the book wants to be on. Like what side they want us to come down on in terms of independence and liberation. Right. And it's frustrating. No, I agree. It's totally frustrating. Yeah. So do you have any reviews for it? I don't think I have anything else to say about this book to you. Um, I'm sure that I probably do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it has a 3.27 on Goodreads, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of low. It is low. Anything below four, I think, is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's one. It's a three-star review. And... They write, how the hell am I supposed to rate this? Four stars? One star? Fucked if I know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Here's the thing. I don't have a submissive bone in my entire body. If one guy whipped out his dick and told me in all seriousness to suck it, I would likely unzip my pants, stick my index finger through my zipper and tell him, you first asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Yeah, so she clearly has a little bit of a problem with how the society works. Yeah. And writes here, what I was not okay with at all was that it's still all about the men. What pissed me off to no fucking end was that they were the ones that got head just for existing and women got it as a fucking reward. Yes. Do you know how many times someone said the word please? 35. (laughs) And most of those were in sentences like this. Please let me come. Or some equal derivative centered around begging for release. So, yes, I had a huge problem with this in the book. Noelle, she's a virgin. She desperately wants to have sex. And she wants Jasper to be the one to take her virginity. Oh, and they're so mean to her. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it, as I said, but in my own time. So he promises her that he's going to fuck her, good and proper, and he just he withholds and withholds and she come to his, she comes to his room and he's like I want to watch you masturbate because you've never touched yourself before or something along those lines and she's mm-hmm. like okay well it'll turn you on and that'll turn me on so I'm going to do it and he's like no no yeah I don't want you to I don't want you to touch yourself and it's like well what the fuck do you want you want yeah nope make up your goddamn mind like, you want her to learn an important lesson about being herself and not feeling shame? You're not and helping And then all you any. do is shame her. And all you do is shame her about her wanting to please you. Mm-hmm. 
Like you got you're sending some mixed messages there, dude. You think? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And I guess Lex kind of she does try to sort of instill in her the sense that, you know, you don't really have anything to be ashamed of. You're a sexual being. Um, and you grow up in a, a society that just, that doesn't, that is afraid of sex mm-hmm. and likely fears a woman's sexual power. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Right. But she doesn't really have anything else to tell her. Yeah. She's like, that all that having been said, the guys here run the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just, we're, we're a mouth and we're a, cl- uh, a slit. And that's, yep. that's pretty much it. That's kind of. But also that's, that's what grants us that power that we don't have. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, we can withhold sex. It's like, actually, no, you can't. No. That never can't. happens. There's never a moment in this book no, where a woman's like. Because every single time you capitulate and so. also every single time you want it. That's the thing. Yes. So basically everyone in this book is sex craved. Yes. And sex starved. The- yes. <laughs> and anytime anyone says no, it's a power play. And it's always the dude who does it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Then I think that's when I decided, oh, yeah, this is a little offensive to me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So what else? Here's a review. It's four stars. Ooh. At first, when I started reading this book, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. It, take, it takes a good 50 to 75 pages to kind of start getting a feel for it. It does. It does take a while to get into it. And then it's like there's all this backloading of the plot at the end of the book with the yeah, assassination also, like, attempt. And... I wish there was more world building. Like, what? how did this flare happen? What What happened to society afterwards? Why are there these sectors? Like, what is going on? Yeah, like, I do. <laughs> like, I, I, I know that there's probably more in the other books, but it would have been nice to have more background. Well, I do. I like that the, the story begins with her getting kicked out of Eden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all get it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and you kind of have to play catch up on your own to figure out what this world is yes but along the way give us some more morsels about but what it, it is. but yeah so i did enjoy that but at the same time it's like it would have been nice to know a little bit more about maybe not what's going on in the city because we're outside of the city but just about the other sectors so there's like there are the sectors which are essentially i, guess, I mean come on if hunger games can do it these yeah guys can do like it, the right? towns outside of the city but then there are, I guess, the farms. And it is very Hunger Games-esque because there are farms and then there's like bootleggers and then there's like Well, that's what the O'Kanes do. Like the O'Kanes, okay- their money comes from making yeah. alcohol. Um, and they trade with other sectors for the ingredients they need to make alcohol and then the sectors buy alcohol from them and probably some of it gets smuggled into the city, whatever. But... Noelle, because she grew up in the city, she has this idea of what life is like in the sectors and then on the farms. And she has this really poorly educated notion of what the farms are in particular, because that's kind of like used as a threat over kids in the city. So if you misbehave, I'm going to send you to the farms. Yeah. But Jasper grew or Dallas grew up on a farm and you find so did Jasper. out, yeah, sort of through their recollections or sort of when the story switches to their point of view, the farms aren't anything at all like 
what Noelle thinks they are. Mm-hmm. And she, no one ever tells her that. She, it comes up. She's like, I don't want to go to the farms. I'm terrified of the farms. But no one tells her it's not what you think. Yeah. And I think that's a real problem. Agreed. In how people understand the world. Mm-hmm. And that could have been a really good opportunity for some world building, as you say, where people sort of disabuse Noelle of these notions that she has of life outside of the city. And it's like, you think everything outside of the city is terrible. Well, from our point of view, the city is terrible. Well, and also maybe life outside of just the gang life. Yeah. Good, because all she knows is the gang and the city, and that's it. Yep. And she was pretty fucking useless in the city. But even then, even that drove me crazy, because... At one point, like, you find out that the women in the city, they do wield a certain amount of power because they know everything about Mm -hmm. the men. They know their strengths and their weaknesses. And that's way more powerful than any kind of, like, political clout that the men might have. And that is never leveraged at all in this book. And it should have been. And I don't, if like, and it's just because Noelle is a character, it's just so fucking stupid sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, and also, like, as we all know, the main character is always one-dimensional, and then it goes from there. (laughs) (laughs) But it just, again, like, there are opportunities there, and they're like, it's right there in the text. Like, she says it herself. It's like, oh, yeah, I know who's allergic to what inside the city, what these counselors' weaknesses are. And it's like, this is a really good opportunity for for you you to, to, like, get Mm -hmm. in good with Dallas who could use this information. And then said, she's like, I don't want to be a bad person. We're like, what? Like, (laughs) what what if someone got hurt? What do you mean? You just watched a fucking fight and people had like pound each other into nothingness. Right. But that's just blowing off steam. Mm. And the women aren't allowed to fight. Men only. The fights are only dudes. Yeah. But then I, there was one guy who, oh yeah, the Dom. Like, whoever the sadomasochist is, is like, oh, yeah, and then... That's Bren. Oh, Bren, right. He likes to have sex after he fights, and he might just have sex in the cage immediately after the fight. And it's like, oh, that's like, that's just... It's a little... It's it's pushing it a little too far, I think, for me. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, there's... there's, Yeah, I didn't like like that either. (laughs) Trust me. Um, So here is a two-star review. Okay, this is definitely not the book for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. Okay, fair enough. At least people are honest with themselves. Um, Yeah, a lot of people... Okay, here's another two-star review. So I heard this book was hot shit, but it was all sex with absolutely no no emotion. This This book gets two very disappointing stars. I had to make myself finish the book. Wow. They, I mean, we finished it for the podcast, but if they... Yeah. I don't know if I'd make myself finish it if I wasn't enjoying it. I used to be like that. I used to be like, I'm never going to not finish a book. And then I read a couple of really shit books that I hated. I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. Yep. <laughs> if I'm not liking it, I'm just going to close it and put it aside and be like, I gave it a chance. Wasn't for me. And there's no shame in not finishing a book. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I have. I well, you know me. I almost read anything, but like, if I there have been things that I have not finished. So yeah. Hmm. Oh, here's one. She she breaks it down. Story rating three stars. Hero rating three stars. 
Heroine rating, 3.5 stars. Oh, Romance mm. rating, 2 stars. Well, it's not really romantic. No. No. I think there's supposed to be some tender moments between Noel and Jasper, but at the end yeah, of the day... Yeah, they're like, every once in a while they'll be snuggling and it's kind of sweet, but yeah. it gets lost. It does. Between, between the power dynamic, I yeah. find. And, like, he can't make up his fucking mind what he wants. Uh, and then he tries to be all noble and, mm-hmm. like, takes the decision away from her. Because when her father comes to, you know, offer the olive branch and be like, we'll welcome you back into the city. It's okay. We can forget that I never kicked you out in the first place. And she's like... I prefer to stay here. You can go suck a lemon. Jas before Jasper's like, I'm making this decision for you. I don't want to be with you. You should go back to the city. And she's like, You don't get to decide that for me. But again, that whole conversation happens way later than it should. Oh, absolutely. So like, is he doing the right thing for the wrong reasons? Or is he like, is he, does he think he's being noble? Well, I think it's supposed to come across as being noble, but instead it just seems like he's a controlling dick. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. Oh, here's a one star rating. <laughs> I absolutely love fantasy, but a lot of it doesn't work for me because I want the fantasy world. But I needed to have characters, action, and plot details that adhere to at least some rules of logic. <laughs> Well, this isn't, first of all, this is not a fantasy per se. It's more sci-fi. Well, it's, I guess it's on a spectrum, right? Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't call this, I wouldn't I call say, this fantasy. I think fantasy and sci-fi are on the same spectrum. They're just opposite yeah. ends mm, of the same yeah, spectrum. Maybe, all, maybe. You know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't consider it fantasy, though. That's my, just my personal opinion. If someone <laughs> were like, this is in the fantasy section, I'd be like, this does not belong in the fantasy section. Yeah. A lot of these reviews are just like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) I feel somewhat like that, yes. Also, Jasper has a beard, which apologies to all the bearded guys out there, not really into. So, (laughs) well, that's a personal preference. Yeah, and I, I yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I just said. But Mm. so, another little (laughs) hurdle for me to to get over in terms of. Enjoying the book. I know. Okay, so what do you what do you think here? Hot or not? At the end of the day, I'm gonna have to go with not. It was at the start. Like some of the sex stuff at the start of the book I thought was kinda hot. But I got to that thirty page chapter where I just kinda got bored after a while and then I decided this was really offensive to me. And that sort of killed it. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I thought some of the sex was actually pretty hot in this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, again, the dynamic really made the book not hot. Yeah. So, yeah, like if you if you took out, I think, all of the other bits, the, the sex would have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say not hot because it's, it's just too male egoy and the dialogue really got in the way for me i actually found myself more interested 
in the plot that was developing towards yeah, the end. Yeah, I know. There could have been a lot of potential there. And Absolutely. Totally yeah, it. like, I'm like, okay, we're going somewhere with this. We have two nope. assassination <laughs> attempts. We're getting a little bit more about the dynamic between the yeah. sectors and life outside the and city. And we're not quite sure where these weapons are coming from. Exactly. But, like... Unfortunately, that's not the story the author is telling. <laughs> no, our story, we had a different story in mind. <laughs> so I think what could have been like a good, I guess, sort of dystopian book with a lot of intrigue and some sex just turned into a dystopian book with a lot of sex and, and a, little bit of intrigue. <laughs> a little bit of intrigue. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's fair. I give it that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I guess, is that it for us this week? I think so. Okay. I don't have anything else to say about no, this. No, me neither. So I guess until next time, I've been Rachel. And I've been Shelly. And yeah, try to keep it sexy. Yeah, and don't lose your virginity in a foursome. <laughs> that just sounds rough. Oh my god. Come on, that was brutal. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> you want your first time to be like, I don't know, special and tender and romantic. Like all I think, sort of oh, come on. Like that's such a myth. Girly ideals. That's no, such I, a myth. Of I would course ne- it I, is. I never had that ideal for that. You never wanted that for yourself? Oh, I mean, I did, but I didn't have the expectation that I'd ever have it. No, but that's just what I'm saying. Like, I think that there's this expectation it's going to be like that. Well, it never really the expectation is. is not a force. But at the same time, it's like, force. <laughs> yeah. Tied to a two-way bench and a force. <laughs> it's a bit when you've got, like, a bunch Sticky. of people watching you getting pearls shoved up your Shoved ass. up your ass. <laughs> uh, I hope they were the real deal. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. And that's the other thing. He didn't ask her permission. No. He just did it. He just did it. And she clearly expressed one of those pearls shoved up her cunt. And he's like, yeah, nope. I'm on top of it. Don't worry. And then all of a sudden, she's got a finger up her ass. And it's like, <laughs> oh, hold on, guy. <laughs> back up. Literally back it up. <laughs> You go, whoosh, and I'll be like, whoosh, 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 whoosh.